0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting installment of Kingdom Hearts by Heart, episode 24, aka Rechain of Memories, uh, the semi final conclusion. <laughs> we'll get to it. It's complicated. <laughs> it's complicated. Yeah, that was three episodes ago, though. Yeah. I'll have, to, I'll have to come up with another fun pun for this. I do have a list of C-O-M words. Okay. I've got a running tally. Mm. But I am trying to make them somewhat thematically relevant, so... <laughs> Try. Obviously, we landed on something for this episode, otherwise it wouldn't be published, but that's <laughs> that's a little secret for the listener to know and for us to find out, too. How exciting. hmm <laughs> I'm Kevin, joined by my my co-duelist in Yu-Gi-Oh terms. <laughs> it's Marshall, and we are here to wrap up Sora's story and figure out what the heck's been going on during this whole game. But before we get into that, we're gonna take our own trip down Memories Lane over the past week and talk about any exciting games we've been playing and a little segment we like to call Game Corner. <laughs> and if you're just if you're just rearing to go. And you want to you wanna get to that exciting ending part, you can just check the description for a handy dandy timestamp for you to jump straight on in to the Kingdom Hearts discussion proper. But if you want to just hang out and hear us shoot the breeze, you're more than welcome to pull up a chair, get comfy, it's gonna be a good time. If we
1: shoot the breeze, does that create a breeze? Because I would love a breeze right now.
0: Yeah, I've, uh... I'm sitting here in the dark currently, because I realized well, if I have the light on in this tiny space, that's probably just creating more heat, so <laughs> I'm, like, slowly turning into basically Gollum. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're, gonna pop, you're gonna pop out, and just, like, every, I imagine, just for comedy's sake, there's a mirror across from the closet, so every time you walk out, like, after every weekly recording, there's yeah. just a little bit that transforms every week.
0: Just slowly degrading. Yeah, because when we very first started, I... In the first episode we recorded, I stood the whole time Mm. like a fool. And then I downgraded to sitting. Well, no, when we very, very first started, I wasn't even in a closet. But then I got shuffled into a little closet to be banished. And I was... The first episode in the closet, I was standing. Then I moved to sitting. Mm -hmm. And now I'm just... Huddled over onto the ground so I don't squeak in my chair. <laughs> and now there's darkness, and I'm only partially closed, and I do have a, uh, a live fish here to feast on. I don't know how that got here, but it's whatever. I'll need a snack at some point. Day 37. So if I start to uh, lose my marbles and talking about Itchy Tasty, uh, maybe, maybe you should check it on me, see how I'm doing. <laughs>
1: Will do. Because
0: that's what Chain of Memories does to you.
1: Uh, You forget the good things and remember the false things? uh, Everything's a lie?
0: Mm -hmm. Something like that. But we don't have to talk about that yet. We can talk about other games. So, what have you been playing this week?
1: Uh, To keep up with the theme of, oh, holy crap, I forgot what I played this week. I have not been playing a whole lot. I shouldn't say I haven't been playing anything new, personally. I have mm-hmm. been against my better judgment continuing to play Fire Emblem Fates Conquest. I'm actually towards the end of it now, so I'm almost done. Ooh. I can get out. I uh <clears throat> I originally had it on the classic mode, which is like it's the permadeath mode. That's what Fire Emblem's known for. But yeah. I did turn casual on, which is just uh, if anyone dies in battle, yeah. they uh they get re- they're they're gone for the map, but the next round I should right. the next round the next map they come back cuz yeah. uh, welcome to permadeath where we uh, we save scum because we love every unit or, or or we're just too scared to lose too many units um, fates fates conquest it's uh, it's it's still not it's still not
0: great yeah i'm sensing a theme here of games that we're just powering through just to say that oh, we did it.
1: Yes. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. I see. I did. I I've been so lost in the sauce. I didn't even. I didn't. I didn't even see what was directly in front of me this entire time. But yeah, I know we mentioned this when I first mentioned Fates. That yeah, because there are three separate versions. The writing and the story beats are not the best. And the more I get into the game, the more I am convinced that Corin is not a great. When I say not a great character, they're still a good- a good character in terms of like, what is right, what is wrong. In terms of a character with a, a definitive personality. Not really! <laughs> but I'm almost towards the end, so... Yeah, I'll uh... I'll report back when I'm disappointed by, on how this ends.
0: Oh, Godspeed.
1: Yeah. I was about to say, the character interactions are still good, it's still firing them, but I, I've reached the point Where I have at least two child units. And because Awakening was very popular and Awakening introduced children because of time loop. I shouldn't say Awakening introduced children. just made them very popular. But the solution, because this is the follow-up to Awakening, was... Oh, how how do we incorporate child units into this game? How about when two people get married and have a kid? They throw that kid into the fifth dimension. And time works differently there. So now, they're all grown up.
2: I just like that.
1: I, yeah, I remember when I first played the game, the, the meme was just like child vortexes because it's like, oh, here's my newborn baby. Time to yeet them into a deep realm. And then they'll all of a Apparently. sudden be like 18, maybe.
0: Bit of a bit of a trunks situation going on there.
1: <laughs> yes. 100%. Just you got to stick the baby in the slow cooker until the slow cooker ages them up 20 years. It's it's fine. It's... Mom, what are you talking about?
0: Sounds like a, not a good time but I guess it sounds like a way to pass time.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <I> <laughs> and my week's been busy, so besides that and Recom, that's, that's all that's on my plate, so I'm going to pass the mic to you. Yeah. And hopefully you have something much more interesting and not as existentially crisis-bringing as, uh, as this.
0: Interesting, yes, but <gasps> by design it is heavy on the existential crisis, so... Bu-yo! I played an indie game called Everhood. came out earlier this year, and I remember it got a little bit of buzz of like, oh, this is like the best indie game ever. And just like a lot of hyperbolic statements, but enough to make me like, well, okay, I'll, I'll kind of check this out. And I, I just added it to my cart and kind of sat on it for a few months, and then I saw someone talk about it like in the past week or so online. And it happened to be on sale, so I was like, all right, well, let's do it. Okay. Everhood is... Basically, Undertale, or the anti-Undertale. I'm not really sure because I haven't played Undertale, so I can't tell you how it how it's similar and how it's different. But <laughs> it's definitely that vibe of you're in a really weird world, and it even has kind of a similar art style, where like most of the game is just like black, and then a bunch of like you know pixel characters just kind of in a void with like a few little sparse graphics here and there of the actual like level. So you play as this little puppet doll who looks a lot like Geno from Super Mario RPG. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And at the start of the game, he gets his arm stolen. So for the first half or so, your mission is to get your arm back. And then once you do, things kind of shake up. And yeah, it's kind of like you're just in this weird mystery world with a bunch of weird, sandy characters and it doesn't really make sense. (laughs) and it's super short it's like six or seven hours uh which i always appreciate again i haven't played undertale but i imagine it's pretty similar in how it plays out where all of your like quote-unquote combat is like very scripted like there's no random encounters Mm -hmm. it's always when you talk to a specific character you fight them and the main mechanic is the battles are like Guitar Hero? But you're on the other end of the notes. So, like, you have to... It's kind of like a, a bullet hell. Yeah. Sort of. Okay, yeah. Where you have to dodge the incoming notes. Because it's all, like, musical-themed. Mm-hmm. Like, the very first tutorial fight, for example, is this frog who has a guitar. So you dodge the notes, and you, like, can move left or right on the fretboard. Or you can do a little jump to jump over certain notes. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of fun. I got a little tired of it, though, because, like... It's not so much musical and, like, if you, like, pay attention to the beat, you can dodge. Mm -hmm. It's more, like, paying attention to the visual cues. So, like, naturally I was thinking of, like, Melody and Memory as I was playing it, but it's really not that. It's more just how good are your reflexes, not so much how good is your timing. Mm -hmm. So all this to say, like, it didn't, I didn't find that, like, the music really affected the fights too much Mm -hmm. the music's good but it's not like oh if i pay attention to this like then i can you know dodge this many attacks and then yeah yeah, yeah, whatever so yeah that's cool but eh, by that (laughs) same token it's annoying because like every fight is that sort of fight and they're all like scripted and they all go on for a certain amount of time so it gets really tedious especially if you lose Mm -hmm. you have to start over Okay. sometimes you'll get a checkpoint but it's not super common
1: okay like you have to make it to the end of each song to so like clear the combat. yes okay yeah
0: yes so in the first half of the game all you can do is dodge the notes and yeah you just have to like go through the whole track basically Gotcha. and yeah when you die you start over and it gets really annoying so similar to you i popped it down to easy mode well first I popped it down to ease mode then I just popped it down to story mode because I just got really impatient by the end (laughs) (laughs) I didn't care that's fine yeah totally we're here for it but anyways the more important issue is just like the story of the game and yeah like I said it's very existential where like it's made pretty clear early on that like everhood quote unquote that's like the name of the the place you're in it's kind of like a weird purgatory sort of thing Mm mm-hmm So, yeah, that comes with all sorts of baggage of, like, oh, like, life and death, like, oh. It gets super, I guess, meta, where, like, sometimes the game will talk directly at you. Yeah, it's an interesting game. I didn't really like it, but I think a lot of people will like it, which is why I want to talk about it. So, if this sounds like your type of bag, check it out. Like, it's kind of an ugly game. Like, the art style (laughs) is very dark, And, like, the character models are kind of off-putting, so that was just kind of, like... It just kind of puts you in a mood, where it's, like, everything's just a little off-kilter, and, yeah, very early on, it's pretty heavy on, like... Like, the visuals are very trippy and, like, psychedelic, which is fine, but it goes a little too far to where, like, when you're, like, doing fights, dodging the notes about a quarter way in, it'll start adding these weird filters where it changes the screen of, like, these weird, like, camera effects where, like, oh, it's, like, all, like, oblong or, like, a circus mirror and it just totally distorts everything. Yep. And I thought that was pretty annoying. (laughs) Yeah, all this to say, it's an interesting idea, but it does a lot of things where I was just like, this game is taking itself so seriously right now and I'm just (laughs) not here for it. But I did power through because I didn't want to see, I did want to see, like what's the point here like what is the ending so that's why i just bumped it down to story mode to get through it yeah if you're into like you know unconventional narratives and whatnot um it's super cheap like 15 dollars normally i got on sale for like 10 if you do like the battle system of like the notes like that's really fun if you want to go like all the way in for it like there's secret bosses and like super Hard challenges and everything, so, like... Yeah. For the people who like it, I'm sure they'll really like it.
1: It has a... So, as soon as you mentioned the game, I just started watching a trailer. Uh, yep. It's a, it has big Undertale vibes. Yes. I guess the difference in the combats Because Undertale is also a bullet hell, is that... Yep. How do you actively end the fight? Like, either by killing or by meeting another condition, which depends on the monster... Mm-hmm. But it has it has the same vibe, same kind of art style, kind of sprite based. Undertale does have random encounters, but they're oh, per- okay. they're pretty minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, everything you see kind of tracks.
0: Yeah, interesting little game. Not my favorite. I feel like it it shoots a little too a little too high and doesn't quite. I don't know what I'm trying to make a metaphor here. (laughs) I was going to do basketball, but then it kind of went off track. But, like, it it misses the goal a little bit in my my eyes. But it's weird. It's different. So, yeah. Everhood. Check it out. And then, because I wrapped it up a little early and I wanted something else to talk about, I checked out the demo for Neo The World Ends With You. Because that came out on Friday.
1: Ooh.
0: And it's the sequel to... The World Ends With You, Vanilla, <laughs> which I only played a little bit of many years ago. Uh, it is cool, but I just kind of didn't really stick with it. And from what I remember, this is pretty similar in terms of story and kind of how you progress. Mm-hmm. But the combat style is pretty different because obviously it's not on the DS and that combat system was very much like use both the screens. So here... The combat's pretty simple so far. It's like you get your pens, and they're all your little psychic powers, and then just spam one pen, and then you'll get a little prompt on enemy, and i will say, like, I forget what it's like. It's like nice moves or something, but basically it's like an indicator to basically, like, combo, so, like, use another pen to, like, I don't know, get a higher score or whatever, but it's really as simple as mash Y- get the prompt then mash x <laughs> mm-hmm. so i'll I'll be curious to see like how the combat evolves yeah i've only played like literally an hour at that but yeah it's super stylish it's got all the like bombastic character designs and like graphic design of the original mm-hmm. it's very slow naturally for the first hour it's a little too talky for my taste so we'll see i guess i'll keep playing to see if i'll be interested enough to play the full game yeah but yeah it's cool that's my plans for this week. Gotcha. So, yeah. Should we. Shall we get into it? Yes. yes! Alrighty, with that all out of the way, let's finish this fight and get our memories back. <sighs> or whatever. I don't know. I don't really know what our goal is anymore. <laughs> Maybe we should take a little trip to the beach.
1: Going back to the islands, baby!
0: Yeah. So, yeah, I think where we last left off was right before. Uh, the next door, Mm -hmm. uh, which is Destiny Island, so, yeah, welcome home, Sora! What happened to my home? My island! So, it's weird, right off the bat, I guess for the game, the whole game in general, it's weird how much they emphasize the island kids, uh, (laughs) Titus, Walk, and Selfie, like, they, like, kind
1: of play a part- the plot (laughs) yeah you say that i'm like were they more involved in this plot than they were in the kingdom hearts one plot and i'm like um and they feel more important because they're pulled out of our butts at the 11th hour but
0: yeah i think that's i guess it's more they just get more screen time and they like get alluded to a lot whereas in the first game like once you're off the island like they never come up again exactly they're more present in this one definitely so, yeah, it's a little, a little reunion. They're all so excited to see Sora. But, um, they know what he's really here for. <sighs> You're here to see her. Yeah, no, it was kind of weird to me, like, how they, like, presented this. It was like, oh, yeah, we'll go let you see her. It was just kind of, like, creepy, like, they're, like, basically, like, all three of them are, like, his wingman. <laughs> Well, don't worry. We'll give you plenty of private time with her. It's
1: like,
2: uh,
0: aren't we all just supposed to be friends playing on the island? Like, why are you being so weird about this? <laughs> but uh, who's her? I guess we'll find out. Island time, baby. So, kind of cool to see a more expanded Destiny Islands. Instead of just being two rooms. Yeah. Yeah, get to exploring like usual. Uh, one interesting thing to note is... Uh, Sora's a meaning face. Um, I'm pretty sure Don Goofy cards do not appear in this world.
1: Correct. The boys aren't here, and it makes me sad, because friend cards are just helpful.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah, yeah, like, are there... I don't think there are any friend cards, right?
1: There are no friend cards in this level. Because, yeah, Don and Goofy are gone, and there's no other party member. So, it's just Sora... Why is lonesome,
0: no uh, new no friends
1: holding Jiminy hostage, yeah, which sucks. I've been using the wild crush slate more than the average man, the
0: one, the goofy battering ram,
1: exactly. It's one, it's wonderful <laughs> if, you, if you don't fight enemies that float, but like yeah. I've, been, I've been using that pretty consistently, probably since Halloween down. So the fact that it,
0: mm-hmm. I can't
1: do it anymore, of like, oh, I, I feel like a part of me has been stripped away.
0: Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, it's basically up to you to fight your way through. So, yeah, it's it's weird, because, yeah, your friends aren't here, and it's like you're home, but, like, you're not home, and there's, like, Heartless everywhere. (laughs) So it's, like, all kind of just a little uncanny. Something's not right here. So I do like that effect. I like the actual music and the vibe it creates. We will eventually make our way to the infamous island and I don't really know what happens here because we meet Riku, but we don't really meet Riku and...
1: Yeah, well, to be fair this is the Riku from Sora's memories, so obviously he doesn't know what the hell is going on outside of the islands but I will say, it is very funny to be like, Sora walk well, <laughs> we we have literally been fighting Riku the past few floors, like, I think Right before the Re- islands, we did. Riku, yeah, Riku th- for the third time, and he walks up and he's like, "Riku, are you Riku?"
0: And I'm like, "Yeah, he's like acting like he doesn't know who he is." Yeah, I'm like, like
1: Sora. I know you only have one brain cell, but like, come on. We we saw Riku like literally just now. What what's? It, it's because he's wearing different clothes. Yeah. he's totally a different person. Just. Just throwing out there.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't understand what was happening here. Like as Sora, like he can't actually remember his actual memories, so he can't remember this Riku from the past, but he can recognize the Riku in Castle Oblivion because that's the present. I don't know. It was weird. It was confusing. Exactly. But it... I'm not gonna worry about it too much.
1: Yeah, but he even <laughs> says like well, well, I, I guess his his trouble is remembering Riku's name. But after that he's like Riku, aren't you being Uh, controlled by something because he thinks that uh, Riku's been fighting the entire time is definitely being controlled by somebody and maybe Mm -hmm. he is because Riku is well I guess for KH1 and maybe Recom Riku is the uh, Knuckles the Echidna the character just constantly gets tricked into being evil constantly Mm -hmm. (laughs) but yeah it's very funny that Sora really struggles to remember Riku but then he's like oh yeah Aren't you evil right now? And he's like, what are you talking about? I'm just a, a I'm just a cool kid from Destiny Islands.
0: Mhm. But their reunion is cut short by um sensing the darkness approaching. <laughs> the screen
1: might violently shake here. I'm not I don't remember exactly. Yeah. But it's very akin almost to the uh, the night I don't even know if the the night the Heartless show up has like a name. But, yeah, of similar to like, oh
0: my god, there's darkness coming! Except it's in the middle of the day. <laughs> oh no!
1: Where's the sun? Mom!
0: Yeah, so there's an imminent evil approaching, but eh, whatever. Just go and run through a few more rooms at your leisure, and don't worry, there's no urgency. <laughs> Maybe op-
1: open a move shop along the way.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, foot's about for a little bit more, but then once you reach the key of guidance. The Key of Guidance. Well, hello, hello. If it isn't the darkness in my heart personified, yet again. Good old dark Side.
1: <laughs>
0: Everyone's favorite recurring boss.
1: Of course, he had to make one sole appearance.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess it's interesting that like he's kind of like an endgame boss now. So I guess he's a little tougher than usual, mm-hmm. but. At the end of the day, Darkseid's Darkseid. He's not gonna...
1: Exactly, yeah.
0: He's not gonna be too different.
1: (laughs) I think literally in my notes I have, the more things change, the more they stay the same. Like, Darkseid still has, like, his, like, three attacks, maybe four attacks with this, but, like... Exactly. Like, Darkseid always be Darkseid. Yeah, his only new move is he, like, um... very similar to when he, like, sticks his hand in the ground and he makes a pool of, uh, darkness and shadows pop up. He does that, but now he alternates between doing that and just, like, smacking the ground. But, like, the exact same animation.
0: Yep. Nothing too crazy. Um, I did have to, uh, to stow away my sonic blades a little bit, (laughs) because most of his targets are in the air. Um, Yeah. But I was able to get off a few to speed up the fight a bit. But, yeah, like, just... Whack the hands, mm. yeah. Watch out for his card values every now and then. He might break you if you're if you're spamming them. But
1: yeah, I think his uh, it's when he like gets on his knees and like kind of leans back. Like the, the the shots that come out of his chest. They, they, I think they used to be just like a singular one. I'm not sure if they are that or they're a little bit different. But that's the only move that I encountered that was like, ooh, this could actually like hurt me a little bit. Mm. But the rest mm-hmm. are pretty pretty insignificant and. Uh, we're pretty easy to break, obviously.
0: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no. exactly.
1: There's, there's no qualms in just uh, beating the heck out of him.
0: Once you beat that goober, it's time for that sweet, sweet reunion. <gasps> and we finally find out her is not the her you were expecting.
1: Except what? it is the her
0: you were expecting, because it's a very obvious twist. It yeah. was nominated the whole time. Ah! <laughs> so, yeah, I guess this is their first meeting, so yeah. that's exciting. But she pretty much wastes no time by telling him, I- I've been playing you, you stupid boy. Like, this is all, all bruised and you've been falling for it. And It's weird because there's the fake Nominee and the Memories, which I guess it's like, she's an inhabitant of the world. Like Riku and the, the island kids. But then real Nominee also appears to kind of tell yeah. him, like, no, no, this is an illusion. <laughs> but it's confusing to me because then... The fake nominee has a similar line of like, Oh, I shouldn't belong in this picture. So like Yeah. They were both trying to tell him this is all just like, an illusion? Uh, Whereas pickling. Yeah. Like, usually with this sort of trope, like you'd get the decoy would still try to be adamant, like, No, no, Sora, this is all real. What yeah. do you mean? Like, yes. let's go pick 100%. some pow and then the real nominee would be like, No, don't listen to her. <laughs>
2: I'm like, the real I'm
0: nominee. Little, no, Sora, I'm the a real a
1: nominee!
0: But yeah. yeah, but it's a very heartfelt reunion. Sora's super, super psyched. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it's actually kind of weird. Like, the way he's acting, it's just very, like, starstruck and, like... She's, like, telling him this is all fake, but, like, he's just literally not listening to her. It's, like, he's, like, in a trance or something, and he's just, like, clutching her fingers or hands. Like, Nominee, it's finally you, Nominee. Like, it's, it's kind of creepy. You have like to it. be
1: real. <laughs> you have to be my girlfriend now. That's how it works.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. I think it's just really odd that even fake Nominee is like, I don't belong here. There's someone yeah. else who should be here. Like, we, can, we don't need two nominees to tell us one thing. I mean... Exactly. It kind of hammers in the point, like, but how much do you really need to hammer in the point? But, uh, exactly.
0: A point that's been hammered into us for, like, the entire game, basically. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, like, she's trying to tell him, like, no, no, this is all real. I lied. saw Sorry. <laughs> but, like, he's just not listening to her, and he's just so infatuated with her. And just, like, his whole body language and, like, his facial expressions. Are just... It's kind of creepy to me, like, how obsessed with her he is. Like, he's just flat out not listening. And it's like, okay. So the whole idea is Nominee basically replaced Kyrie, right? But, like, he never acted this way to Kyrie, So yeah. it's just weird. Maybe she uh, took some creative liberties, some embellishments. But, yeah, it's just, like... Uh. So yeah, she tells him to look deep inside yourself, you know it to be true, and he just closes his eyes, and then he finally sees the cracks, the cracks through the Matrix, and we get a little peek of Kyrie, uh, <gasps> specifically, and her charm, which reveals its true form! Yes! Which means, we get Oathkeeper back. Yay! Yeah. Insert uh, obligatory. Sora forgot Oathkeeper, but now he's got it back. <laughs> oh yeah. So yep, we get the card back. That's cool. And um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it for Destiny Islands. Yeah, uh, I
1: think after that point you just walk out.
0: <laughs> yeah, they take the party back to the castle. They're like, all right, let's let's get out of here. This is this is enough. I have way too much sand in my open toed shoes right now. I'm very uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, we get into the exit hall. Sora's all all flustered and confused. And Mm-mm. I'm just like, it's going to be okay. Don't worry. But guess who else is here? And Riku shows up with a giant fist! Oh, yeah, yeah. If you if you didn't like him the first three times, well, boy, howdy. Maybe you'll like him on the fourth fight. <laughs> <gasps> this is way overkill. If you ask me... I think the placement of this fight is fine, but I think this should have been Riku three, and they should have skipped either two or three. I think just so. Had it, yes. mm-hmm. had it been three fights, because yeah, like the space between this and whatever the previous one, like that, that, that would have been just enough to be like, okay, like I'm not super sick of him yet.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, you're, cause
0: you're pushing it, <laughs> it
1: exactly because I was I was keeping an eye on how many Riku fights we have. I, well, I know there's four, but riku fight one happens and then the, then the exit hall after that riku fight two happens there's one mm-hmm. break then we hit uh after twilight town which we did last episode that's th- the third one and after di this last one yeah
0: i i think you could have definitely skipped riku 2 because i think in that cutscene if i remember who knows what's real and what isn't i think like all he really says in that cutscene is just like you're stupid i hate you you don't remember anything i hope you die even if, you know, you wanted more Riku, you know, cutscenes, like, you could still sort of just have the cutscene without having the fight, so. Exactly. Yeah, they, yes. they could have cut it down. So, yeah, Riku 4, what's new? What's shaken?
1: I'm pretty sure this fight I did, I might have tried once or twice, and then I used the Sonic Blade deck because.
0: Good. I, Good. I, I, I just wanted it to be
1: over. I just wanted this fight in particular to be over. This one, it's. Yes. There's like three egregious boss fights in. In Recom Sora at least, and this is mm-hmm. this is definitely the, the the first of of those ones. 100%. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's just yeah. Ugh, why would you why would you even not use Sonic Blade? Like you can, it's doable <laughs> without you just cheesing it with Sonic Blade. But what's the what's the what's the best what's the, what's the reward for just being a good yep. boy? It's 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 very little. Like this is the most annoying, again one of the top annoying fights of the game. So he gets like a. I think I made fun of the last Riku fight, because he gets, like, almost kind of his Dark Aura mode back. This time he literally gets a slate called Dark Aura, which very fun- functions very similar to his mm-hmm. zips up move from End of One. Uh, but it's, just break it, just break it. I couldn't even, I'm already having bad flashbacks. So, and the, for the, my own mental sake, just keep your zeros. Riku do a bunch of slates. That's really the only addition that I saw before he, uh, Ended my life So mm-hmm. yeah there's not a whole lot
0: So yeah you beat him uh, But he's still super mad So then nominee comes in with the kill switch And she's like play dead And he's like "Ah!"
1: <laughs> it's it's a little I wouldn't say it's not really graphic But it's so just like it's got a little bit of a shock value to it Because she's like stop And he like it's almost like a mind break effect Like he just like yeah. You see like his forehead just go Bleh! He's like
0: Bleh! Yeah <laughs> And then he freezes and just collapses to the ground. I feel like that happens to Riku a lot, where, like, you just get these, like, react images of him just, like, collapsed to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I can think of, like, three examples off the top of my head. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nominee, or is it Nominee or Larkseen who finally spills the beans that this is, this is a real doll Riku? <laughs>
1: um, Nominee, she talks about it, but Larkseen like, lays everything on, out on the table
0: yeah like nomine explains that she gave him the fake memories to i think explain why he's so motivated to find her like sora and then she also explains you know oh by the way i did the same thing to you um once again uh, i tricked you i manipulated you i'm, I'm not actually your ally <laughs> please stop following me <laughs> please stop sniffing my hair <laughs>
1: <laughs> so uh fun fact it's a replica which <laughs> what, what really even is a replica we'll- get into that much, much later in the series. But it just at this point, it's just Vexen's experiment. But um, uh, here's a very minor loophole, I guess, maybe. Uh, Rika's Riku replica is like, I gotta protect... He's got the same memory as Sora. He's like, I gotta protect Namine. Uh, but yet Namine snuck past replica Riku to get into Destiny Islands to be like, hey Sora, come here. Come with me, please. And then Riku's like, yeah. aha, I'm ahead of you! But for some reason, you found Namine first!
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah, everything's kind of collapsing in on itself. Riku's down for the count. Nominees, the liar revealed, and Lark scene decides just to cause even more chaos. Yeah, it's time for another boss fight, basically.
1: Woo! Um, balls of the boys.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She she toys with him. She does more of her action kicky flips, and so one of those perfect examples of you know. The disparity between the gameplay and the cutscenes, where like <laughs> Lark's scenes are really overpowering Sora, and then he needs Donald and Goofy's backup, and they show up, and he's like super excited. He's like, "You found me!" And it's like, "Well, well, we're not really following you. We're just, we're just going pop. Yeah, <laughs> there's that only one route was... to take here.
1: I, I couldn't contain myself. It was like, "You guys, you found me!" I'm like, yet again. Can I just tell everybody in the story? There's only one way to go. That is, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> the door locked behind <laughs> you. You cannot leave.
0: Gang's all here. And it's <sighs> time for a fights. fight. And even though she was just pushing Sora to his breaking point in the cutscene, uh, you can very easily break her in the actual fight, which is what I did. Yeah,
1: I remember her Bladestorm slate. It feels kind of, it's, well, uh, there's so many, like, this last batch of bosses was very much like, okay, Here's my slate that if you don't break it, I'm gonna hurt you a lot. So either
0: Oh, like, definitely.
1: Pack zeros, like it's it's almost I mean they they're not totally unfair like attacks. So I know that the attacks themselves are unfair, but they're not totally unfair because you can break them with higher slates or zeros. That's like the caveat. But like if you're if, mm-hmm. if you're if you're not prepared, you're totally effed. That's there is exactly. no if, ands or buts about it. There's you're either okay or boned. Pick one because yep. there is no in-between.
0: Yeah, that's why I always have my zeros on deck. As long as you just keep an eye out. Because you can always see what slate they have. Mm-hmm. Like if they actually have it procked. So like keep an eye out for like if they're going to play that or play another card. And if they just play a single card. I like to have my own slate kind of on deck. So if they just play a regular card. Use your slate, and then if it's Sonic Blade, they'll have recoil um, frames, so they can't play their card because they're too busy getting staggered. So yeah. just just be mindful of the cards. The cards will tell all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. There's um. That's basically the 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 real strategy. Because mm-hmm. um, I realized uh, uh, being a noob to Sonic Blade until death deck, there are some times where. During your initial, going up to your initial thrust, they'll be like, I have a zero. I'm like, ah, sh- stock nabbit. What exactly.
0: Going yeah, if you don't get that first hit off.
1: Exactly. But once you get the first hit in your golden, just yep. making sure you get that first hit.
0: So yeah, once you beat her, much like Riku, you get that sweet, sweet card. I just like to know, like, whenever you do get the enemy cards, just Sora's look of glee. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I murdered yeah. them.
1: Every card get is like, sorry, just looks at the card. And he's like, he he's, he's almost got that derpy like W smile. Yep. He's just like, mm, yeah,
0: okay. He's hes the little psychopath. He loves death and carnage. <laughs> and we know this. <laughs> but yeah, Larcene is officially dead. Because unlike Rika Replica, she, like, actually fades into the nothing. And What was her line? Like, I won't lose to a bunch of losers. Yep. (laughs) Well, I got some news for you, sweetheart. You just did. Whoa. So, yeah, she is down for the count, which is... So we had Vexen taken out, although I guess Axel took him out. So it's the first organization slain by our hand. Mm-hmm. but yeah we're officially two members down now so it's organization 11 at this point
2: <laughs>
0: we get our card which is according to your notes here it increases your running speed for 15 cards and it makes you immune to lightning which doesn't seem particularly useful
1: <laughs> yeah uh, like wizards yellow operas Her, I guess herself but there's nothing I don't yeah. think there's anything equivalent to like a data battling. Recoms, there's no like. Let's try this boss fight again. Uh-huh. Yeah. The, the the side effect there doesn't prove very useful.
0: Exactly. It. They're left with Nomine and Riku, or Repliku, as we can officially call him now. Yes. <laughs> and they're basically like, give us our memories back. Or at least on GoPR. Sora is very much. Well, he has his annoying speech, which I alluded to briefly a few episodes ago, of, like why I just don't care for the plot of this game at all, because nothing actually means anything. But Sora tries to argue, like, well, it's still my memory. And I remember making this promise, so it still means something to me. So he is still on the fake memory train. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no stopping for Sora.
0: Yeah, so nami she says like, oh yeah, I can fix everything on the 13th floor for some reason.
1: Can it be the 13th floor? I mean, we know why, but like still, it's just like, I can fix everything, but we have to go
0: to the top. Yeah, we have we have a final level to get through.
1: Yeah. We have to make you go through this final egregious level, and then you can restore your memories.
0: So yeah, Sora has a whole powerful speech, which, I don't know, generic protagonist anime speak.
1: Yeah, I, I even I even wrote, like, the same thing of just, like, protag stuff, and then Donald and Goofy... I, I even... Uh, here's how insignificant it was. Like, I think he just kind of was, like, caught in between, but Donald and Goofy are like, Hey, you're still Sora. Don't you ever forget that. We got to go. We got to do stuff, Sora. So, so come on.
0: Well, yeah, I love, I love Donald's line. He pipes in at the end. He's like, Oh, geez, that was a bit much, don't you think? <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah, I think he, he might get mopey. Yeah. And then Donald's like, Okay, kid, like, really?
0: Yeah, he's, he's having a moment. It's like, All right, let's, let's just finish this game. For the love of God. <laughs> so, yeah, now that we've got all that out of the way, I guess. I don't know, I guess since we beat Riku well Sora tells Nomine to look after Riku. hmm Which is weird because they have to go to the thirteenth floor.
1: But they get left behind.
0: Yeah, like Nomine has to go with you to help you, but whatever. It's fine. But uh I guess that's the prompt to get Oblivion back, Woo-hoo! so that's yeah! cool, I guess. Yeah. You get you get the, the P and G of Oblivion.
1: <laughs> mm. I'll, I'll, any form of oblivion is good.
0: Oblivion. Mm. (laughs) It's time for the 13th floor, baby.
1: Yep, they're actually on the the final countdown for Sora.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. We get a little opening cutscene of, basically, Sora is asked to focus on the most important person to you, and once again, he has to sit and do a little bit of a thinking, because he still hasn't Mm. figured it out. (laughs) But um, then they have a very hearty teamwork speech, they pull out the old "all for one and one for all,", one for all. <laughs> uh, which is our prompt to learn the Trinity Limit slate. Which is weird that it's you know, and Kingdom Hearts One is a reward for the Hades Cup, but here it's just a story progression thing, and it's like, mm, okay,
1: I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna complain because I use Trinity Limits quite often on this final floor.
0: <laughs> Ooh, okay.
1: Oh yeah, as someone who used Wild Crush to to like till the end of time. The fact that... I don't know. I think it's easy... It's... It's not as risky... Uh, to use it in recom as opposed to 1. Because in 1 it'll deplete your entire MP. Mind, mind you, only you need 3 MP to activate it. But it's basically a screen wipe. So I would just use this instead of Wild Crush. Because it's it's the same uh, card cost of... An Attack card, a Donald card, a Goofy card... But just in a different order.
0: Right. I use it a couple times... But I, I just ran into the same problem... As in Kingdom Hearts 1, where I only used it, like, in the end of the world. But, like, by that point, like, the enemies are fighting. So, here, you know, you have the Neo Shadows and Dark Balls. Mm -hmm. But, like, they have, like, their invincibility states. So, I found that it wasn't actually a screen clear. Like, I would usually get a a few stragglers left. So, Mm -hmm. I didn't use it too, too much. Yes, you definitely want to pull out all the stops on this floor. Because it is annoying.
1: Yep. One, it's, uh, well, one, as you mentioned, Neo Shadows. I was, I, I was so pissed. I was like, okay, it's time before, literally, the, the name of this floor is just Castle Oblivion. Fun fact, this is just Castle Oblivion. As opposed Mm -hmm. to, like, you know, a room recreated from memory. But, I was like, okay, let me update my deck. Like, I just got an Oathkeeper, I just got an Oblivion. I might have gone back to a world and used, like, a Moogle Shop. Because I totally forgot that, uh... For like the limited cards, so like your Metal Chocobos, your Oath Keepers, your Oblivions, your Spellbinders. Once you get the card and you go to a Moogle shop, this tells this tells you often I use Moogle Shops this game. Or this playthrough. Uh, you can now get cards of those types.
0: Yeah, it's like it's like in a roguelite. Yeah, like you expand the shop basically once you get that first one and you're like, Oh, it'll yeah. But it's still random, so you'll you won't you're not guaranteed exactly, to get yeah. them, but they will enter the pool.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just totally forgot about that. And I've only, I think up until the 13th floor, I've only used a mobile shop like three or four times. <laughs> mm. But at times I do use them, I do splurge my points because I've just been saving points. So, yep. Uh, yeah. But uh, TLDR, I made a new deck and then we encountered Neo Shadows who have like not, uh, like eights and sevens. And I just cried. I went to, I went to go cry in a corner. And then I had to make, yeah. a new, make a new deck.
0: <laughs> At this point, you want, like, sevens or higher's only. Because, uh-huh. yeah, they are not messing around here on the 13th floor.
1: Uh, but, yeah, Neo Shadows are, are one new friend. And I hate them with the burning passion. Because, when we mentioned they have, like, super strong cards. They have, like, one annoying claw swipe. But they also have a spin-to-win move that is just how how do you dodge... Besides try to stay in the air the entire time, yeah, yeah, it's re- reminiscent to when we fought them in in Final Mix because um, yep. I think the animation's the same as their their spin move or whenever they pop out of their yeah, portals, yeah, totally, yeah, just re- re- reusing that rigging, but it's annoying because they're faster than you, so literally the only thing you can do is try to glide and stay afloat, but even then you're gonna run. Re- like, I always like, would, like, hit a wall up towards the end of the attack, and I'd drop, and he'd be like, haha. I'd be like, damn it, really? Ugh.
0: So, yeah, the 13th floor is not messing around, so I got all those toughest enemies. And also, it's just super annoying to get through, because, like, in the first half or so, like, the, the room values are pretty okay but then they just like start getting really crazy and annoying eight or higher or like 99 and it's just like oh my god they,
1: they escalate so i think our first room well i guess we also never mentioned this but uh i guess we never really confirmed it either but i kind of know it to be true i could be wrong but i'm pretty sure i'm right that all the room all the world layouts are the same so like doesn't matter that i went to atlantic on a different floor perhaps even though we obviously went to atlantic on the same floor like the world itself will always look the same on every single mm-hmm. playthrough, but obviously you create the room. So there's that era, or I shouldn't say that era, but there's that ilk of randomization to a degree. But I believe yep. like all the rooms are set up the same, and yeah, castle Oblivion is just one big snake. There is no like ah oh, yeah, do it's this very path linear. It's just yep. literally you go from one world, ro- one room to the next to the next. And I know they start off going escalating. So one, two, three, four, five. And they maybe reset towards our first key room or something like that, but yeah, this is a this is a long one. So like, I don't think I've ever used the moment's reprieve more than like once this playthrough.
0: But mm, I set up yeah.
1: I set up a a save point.
0: Yeah, you definitely want to set up base camp.
1: <laughs> yeah, I set up two. So I set up one right before the f- the end of the floor. No, no, no. I did one. Yeah, I did three. I definitely did one like in the first half and then I put one near our first key room and then I think I might have done one towards the end or I may have just like something like that mm. this is the moment that my uh the save point cards in my deck are like yay we get to me because I never ever really use them I'd, I'd rather run to the eggs run to the entrance or run to the exit to get the
0: map over yeah with. same so yeah one interesting thing about this floor is you just get random cutscenes every now and then without yep. Entering, like, a key room. So, after three rooms or so, you just get a quick clash to a cutscene of nominee morning replico basically, and then R-P. just the, the teeth, the faintest tease of a black coat approaching them. And then that's pretty much it.
1: Yep, there's literally, it. like, literally a five-second cutscene.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's an annoying floor. Super tedious. But I do really dig the music. So, I will, I will give it that. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, on the on the other note, I do like the aesthetic of the castle oblivion floor because yeah. we've only seen the same exit hall and exactly. entrance hall the entire game. So the fact that we finally see, I think it, it's fun. Like, oh, I've been out of the basement. I can, I can see. I can, I can see more things now. And just you know, like the the has like the weird floating bells, the the big chunky mm-hmm. like I don't even know what to call them, but like big like marble slates with like just like their designs. On top mm-hmm. of them, I was like, okay, this so so this is what it, the same two rooms have been hiding from me the past 30-plus hours of gameplay. I got it.
0: Yeah, like, I, I would really like an actual level of Castle Oblivion, a designed mm-hmm. level, like, not, like, you know, the randomization like this of just yeah. exploring it. You get the faintest hint of it in KH2 Final Mix.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But, yeah, it, it is a cool area and, like, a cool aesthetic, so... Yeah, at least we get a little bit of it here of, like... Oh, so this this is what the castle's actually supposed to be? Because yeah, like Castle Bouvain, like what what even is it aside from just a montage of the Cage <laughs> One worlds? So.
1: Exactly. What could be hiding beneath these walls?
0: Hmm. So yeah, as you make your way through, you're gonna get another rando cutscene where Marluxia and Axel face off. And they're both super suspicious of each other. Start pointing fingers. Marlux was like, you're a traitor for letting her go. And Axel's yep. like, oh, but you're a traitor for asking me to kill Vexen. And then Marlux mm-hmm. like, well, you're a traitor for killing Vexen. And Axel's <laughs> like, well, I only killed Vexen to prove that you're the traitor, or vice versa. And it's like, oh my god, I can't even keep this track. I feel like I'm watching yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean 3.
1: <laughs> it's, uh... <laughs> I think it's this is this is one of the fun the funnest moments in the game where foreknowledge or I should say after knowledge technically of the mm-hmm. series it really emph- like emphasizes this scene so we're we're gonna see we're, when we play uh, days we're gonna come back to this and, and talk oh.
0: about it but... mm-hmm. yeah there was like a line because I I haven't played days so I'm not. I'm not sure what you're alluding to, but there's the line where Marlux says something like, that's not your line. And I didn't know exactly what he meant there. So that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Axel was like, I did it all for the organization or something like that.
1: Yeah. He, I know he mentions, uh, I realized they don't say organization 13 in this game. They just say the organization. We get our, I don't know two. if
0: they ever say Organization thirteen actually. <laughs> like even in Cage two, like maybe once or twice, mm-hmm. like maybe Yencid, but like at that point, like it's not organization thirteen, so it wouldn't really make sense. <laughs> <laughs> so I think they only ever call them the organization.
1: Okay. Well now we gotta keep an organization thirteen uh, tracker for once it cage yeah. two. Almost like how <laughs> We, we we should probably we should have probably kept a chain of memories tracker for this game because
0: yeah they like, popped up a like few more one times name
1: drop in like the middle of the game and, but the, at the end there's like five six times where they say chain of memories chain of memories mm-hmm. and I was like how many did they say it that much like really
0: so yeah it's a pretty quick scene but I don't know it's fun to see Axel and Marluxia having their little their little banter I think they play yeah. well off each other although mm-hmm. Marluxia... He should really back down because he ought to know that grass is weak against fire.
1: That's going to burn those roses up. Mhm. But yeah, it is kind of funky cuz what Marluxia is the uh, they the Marshadow Lucia is the real traitor. He won. him and Larkseen at least want to take over the organization using Sora. Also I I, I think right before Larkseen's death or right before a boss fight they reveal like At least to to Sora, at least. We knew about it, obviously. But they were like, oh, we're going to use you and do shit and yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. But maybe I'll just kill you right here and then... Yeah, Marluxia's the the big boy traitor. And Axel is like, well, I was told to eliminate the traitor. And technically you're the traitor, right? And he's like,
0: uh... Yep, you've been had, Marluxia. So, yeah, the next cutscene... I mean, this leads into the next cutscene pretty much it is a key at beginning card the only one but yeah it picks up right where the last one left off where once he gets to the key beginning you see their fight unfold and it's very high octane anime action you love to see it pretty boys then marluxia calls timeout. well so in the game show up but is that before or after axel yeets out it's it's before Cause he's still there, but then is it Marluxia or Axel who pulls out Nomine? I'm I'm getting confused here. (laughs) It's
1: it's Marluxia. It was Marluxia, yeah. Yeah, like literally they they fight. You know, they have their pretty boy anime fight, and then they like pause for a moment, and it it, it's definitely angled so you can't see Nomine at first, but like Marluxia basically like teleports her to him, and it's almost like a I think the camera like pans behind Axel and Axel blocks Marluxia for a second, but you see Nomine. And then he's like, "Oh, look at you being a cheeky bastard." He does even mention like, "Oh, like I like you can put up a shield all you want. I'm still gonna burn through you." And that's when just like, "Hey, Sora, hey Sora, did you hear that? He's gonna hurt."
0: Yeah, no he's day. like, he's like, "Look, a nominee. <laughs> Pay no attention to me." <laughs> where? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I love how um when they do show up, the camera like kind of pans over to them comically, where they're just like hanging out in the doorway and it's like oh yeah. are, are we interrupting something
1: Axel has like an oh shit moment he's like oh really you had to do
0: this to me it's so just like anticlimactic oh. she's like oh well we're here we got through the gauntlet uh we're ready for the final boss now
1: mm-hmm. and he, i think even he, uh, Mar- axel says what we're thinking he's like are you please to tell me you're gonna be Marluxia's puppet so i was like i'm just gonna kill both of you and He's like, oh, come on, kid,
0: really? Right? Wow. Yeah. He says, like, he's next. <laughs> so yeah, Sora is like a bowl in a china shop, and the Marluxia's like, I'm getting the heck out of here, and he leaves. Uh-huh. He leaves Axel to clean up the mess. So that's our cue for Axel two, Woo-hoo! which I knew we fought him a second time, but I didn't realize it was literally like the end of the game. So same.
1: I was. I was like, I know. Going into this, I remember there was two Axel fights. I totally forgot they're on opposite ends of the, on the cage mm-hmm. completion meter. Like, he's like the second boss? Maybe the first boss? Yeah, it's basically boss?
0: a tutorial boss, yeah. But, but now it's a proper fight, and he's got all the, the usual tricks up his sleeve. He's got some slates, he's got some zero cards, he uses some enemy cards, so he's very tricky. Tricky, tricky.
1: Yeah, for me, like, st- like as you're saying, like when you fight someone with a deck, keep an eye on their deck and what their cards are showing. I just kept seeing every time I'd look at Axel's deck, he's like, "Okay, another enemy card. Like, I gotta use another enemy card." And I'm like, "How many, sir? How many do you have?" Like it'd be like yeah. fire. Like I know he uses the the red nocturne one because it boosts fire moves. All his moves are fire. Or at least, I guess all his magic cards are fire, at least. But like, it, it, <laughs> every time I look up, he's like, "Ooh, another one. Ooh, another one. Ooh." Another one, and I'm like, "Sir, stop! I can't keep track of everything."
0: Yep, I mean, you know me—I just S-beat him to death, and he didn't really, Sonically. really have a thing. Although it did take yeah. a little longer than usual. Their their health bars are starting to get up there, so I mm. yeah, I threw in a couple lethal frames, and that definitely helped. But
1: oh shit, yeah, I completely forgot about lethal frames.
0: If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Mm-hmm. It's my motto.
1: I um, Axel wasn't too bad. It's gonna be like two or three tries with like a, you know, like a regular deck. I don't know. Axel starts off pretty baby, but then he does one power. My my thought is, most of his attacks are pretty simple. Like, I remember the big thing about Riku is like a lot of times I want to dodge roll out of the way or jump over. His attack says, nope, you're not allowed to do anything. I'm allowed to win. Axel is definitely more of a fair fight. Like, I feel like a lot of times he'll, he throws his chakra match and you can just dodge roll that. When he does like his melee move, like it's very jumpable or dodgeable it's not uh you're yep. not made to suffer which i'll which i appreciate very much i feel like axles are pretty you know it's been in the middle of the road fights uh at this point all the organization members have a like a slate that is break this or you will die so he uses firewall like there's literally no way to avoid it and i despise it but whatever uh but just yeah. break firewall he has what was it it's fire tooth that He'll just throw his chakrams at you, and that's pretty easy to dodge. But then, towards half health, he fires four instead of two, and then they start to bounce around the arena and, like, home in on you. That one's a little more difficult, but not too bad. I just remember to... At this point, I've just started to stack zeros at the end of all of my combos. Yeah, So I definitely. can always be like, okay, one, two, three. I'll jump over the zero to the next card, but just so... I have like if I ever need to yep. go back to a zero, I go back one. I use my zero and then go back to my
0: uh, exactly you know, my deck flow. So yeah, we beat him and then I forget he does. He obviously doesn't fade away, but like, is there like a scene of him like running away or like?
1: Yeah, yeah, he he disappears. I don't think I don't think it's even into a corridor of darkness. It's almost like oh the weird nobody effect like swall- mm-hmm. I swallows him. But like he definitely like. Uh, phases out, but not like i oh, I'm dying! I'm melting! Yeah. Yeah, Axel gets away.
0: You win this round, spiky boy. Once he's out of the way, we just head on in to the end of the floor, because we've, we've reached the end of the road. There's no more Exo holes, So, this is it, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Yeah, it's kind of weird, like, you just make it to the end of the floor. Like, so we're, I, I guess because literally every other floor has been go to all the key rooms, then you get booted to the Conqueror's respite, and then, yep. you know, you just, hey, this is the end of the floor. Yay! This time it's just literally a door. I think that even may already be open.
0: Mm-hmm. On the other side of that door, it's Marluxia holding a distressed Naminé and saying, ha ha ha, you've fallen for my trap. mm mm-hmm. He's ready for the Hail Mary and he basically tells Naminé to, uh, System reboot Sora. <laughs> <laughs> Says, you know what? Cut it, scrap it, we'll just start over and do it again. This, this boy exactly. is just a liability at this point. So I... he wants her to delete all of his memories and just make a bunch of new ones, I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think so. Because the, the gimmick so far was to make Sora, I, I shouldn't say fall in love with, but become obsessed with Naminé to the point where Naminé could just literally puppet master him. But then the organization will be the real Puppet Masters. But now, like, Norahiro's like, okay, this is, this is way too much effort for not enough gain. We'll just system delete Sora, and then, like, yeah, you know, we'll start her <laughs> from scratch. We'll, we'll teach him how to walk and talk and eat and then crawl, and then he'll become <laughs> our Keyblade exactly. Master Killing Machine. Yeah. But I, I, Sora is just an asset they want. I and I feel like the Riku replica, replica was more of an experiment. But like yeah. yeah, I feel like that's a good like well one, it's Vexen being very mad scientist, but mm-hmm. what what do they gain by making a Riku replica, I think is the uh, the ultimate question. Like, is it something that we could have done exactly. by ourselves? So I think for I think for Castle Oblivion, and we'll see in our in our follow up campaign to this, mm-hmm. if there was any real purpose besides Riku, before Riku Replica besides to entice Sora to keep climbing, perhaps. Exactly. I know I don't really remember.
0: Speaking of Riku replica, he's back.
1: He's coming in hot.
0: Yeah, no, he has like a a super action entrance where he like <whistles> <whistles> with his sword, and I had to wonder, well, why is he like alive again? Like, what happened?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I was about to say, like, maybe nominee fixed him. Um, but, right. but nominee did get yanked by Marlouche maybe she was system rebooting re- system rebooting yeah. re- Replica. <laughs> Riku Replica I
0: guess and
1: he's 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 got the beach ball of death Like so oh, I'm loading and nominee get yanked away and so his beach ball stopped <laughs> uh, his beach ball was finished and he's like oh no nominee,
0: mm-hmm. yeah nominee's basically saying like, no I will not get rid of Sora's memories no matter what you do because he still wants to protect me he's a good boy so, I'll never hurt him. You could just, you could kill me for all I care. But Sora's like, no, Nominee, like, let him do it. I'll forget everything. I'll let, I'll let Donald and Goofy remember for me. And then Donald's like, <laughs> what? Wait, we, we, we didn't agree to this. We We all had a pact. If one of us enters a vegetative state. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sora, this wasn't in the terms of service.
0: I'm totally fine with being a complete burden on my friends. (laughs) Like, what do you mean my friends will remember for me? Like, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, it all comes to a head. Marluxia's getting very, very hot and sassy. And he is ready for a fight.
1: And a fight he shall have.
0: Yeah, good old one-on-one. So, it's time for Marluxia time, baby.
1: Yay! I hate this boss fight.
0: Yeah, I definitely had to be more careful here, like what I was saying earlier, just paying attention to his cards and his slates, because he does have a lot of annoying ones, for Yeah, sure.
1: he's, uh, I, uh, <laughs> like, I don't know, it's one of those, so, I mean, this is definitely like an epilogue discussion, but the only thing we can do in Recom is upgrade our health, upgrade our deck, you i guess upgrade our attacks because our attacks are our cards right but like ah i don't know i felt like every time i got hit with one of marlicia's moves i would just be like oh time to die i would not die but like one one hit leads into being hit by the rest of the move.
0: yeah and then
1: all of a sudden like like there is no like minimal health there's like okay i'm going to take a chunk of no damage no matter where i get hit in this
0: attack yeah, no, he hits super hard, and yeah, like, you can't slap on any equipment, you can't... You're basically, like, at the mercy of enemy cards for any sort of defense, defense buffs, but that's yeah. super tedious and annoying, and, you know, you can only have so many, so yeah, it's... You feel very vulnerable in this game, for sure.
1: Mm-hmm. Especially, I remember this, this is the floor where I feel like my, uh, my, my health low warning beeper triggered the most... Oh totally. Is this is this floor? And I'm just like this is this is this is my state of being now. Is depressed yeah. sore with a blue face.
0: Yeah, no, and it's like weighing like okay, should I try to pop off a heal or should I just f- go full offense and just keep breaking his car so he can't get an attack off? I'm running a little low now and I got to reload too, so it's exactly, it's it a little yeah. tense.
1: When I, when I had to cure in this fight, I would just run to the corner. Uh, yeah. I don't know, I feel like sometimes Marluxia will attack from a distance, but when I notice him like he has a little, he has a little saunter, so I'm like, okay, he's sauntering towards me. I can run to the wall and like heal, and you know, hopefully an attack won't go off. I feel like mm-hmm. when he when he like when he walks towards you menacingly, he wants to get within a certain range, and then he'll use his like dash attack with his swipeys, or he'll do like the sickle move, or his his magic attack. I, uh, I hate it so much. It's where he summons like those three like. I don't know what yeah. to call them, but like like energy spikes, and they they travel around the room at you, mm-hmm. and then you get hit by one. Like Marlux just like, okay, time. To, he basically does lethal frame. He's like, all right, Sora, you're trapped. Time for me to like get in a good hit. And I'm like, oh,
0: exactly. Uh. So he's paying the booty, but I mean, once once I got the Sonic Blade off, like I was able to just keep <laughs> Sonic blading him. So
1: God, um, actually on this. <laughs> floor because it's an because uh, it's an upgrade uh it's like a level up it's like a, a slate you learn via level up uh, mega flare i used quite mm-hmm. a bit on this floor
0: and i oh, did use yes. it in this
1: fight a little bit yeah yeah it's mushu fire fire and uh, someone recommended it to me so i was like i oh, screw it i'll try it out it's much better
0: for crack yeah. control
1: but it worked really well for in sure this fight a lot too
0: Okay, nice.
1: Yeah, just because it just because a big chunk of damage and um, I use a lot of high potions. I use a lot of mega uh, ethers. So just I get all, I can I can run slates like nobody's business, but then I can go ahead and then be like, okay, I use my item and I get all my stuff back. But of course, being very careful when you use the items, because if those exactly. get broken before they they get restored, like it's just you're in sad town gone. no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. lucia has got some... Some slates—they're not super... well. One is one is egregious, like we just talked about. Uh, Death scythe is pretty avoidable. Like he just—he makes a line attack, and you have to just not be. Whenever he swipes his scythe, just dodge roll or—I was so I, I have super glide, so I just would super glide away and be like, see ya. I'm not sure if regular <laughs> glide works for that, but it just don't be there. He does drop shot later on, which is just kind of like a—it's basically a ground pound. So just I would dodge roll away and then jump because he like do like a big impact and then it sends out, like a shockwave. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blossom Shower can go to hell. That's his almost unavoidable one. Mm-hmm. It's egregious like I am trying to think of like Axel's firewall, Marluxia's, and know Marluxia's, uh Larkine's bladestorm. Uh they're like a, a few hits at least. But Marluxia, like her uh, oh god for for Blossom Shower he turns into a Beyblade and just runs at you three times. Then he goes to the middle of the room, makes like an impact and then a circle, and then he sends like rose petals after you. Like it's, uh, it, it's the it's the worst of the bunch. It's just like okay, like mm. I get when he does those like those three ram attacks into you, they're basically unavoidable. Um, and yeah, he runs his own card because Marluxia is about as vain as they come. Yep. Which means uh, be careful what slates he uses because double slate just means you get to do the same slate, but again.
0: Yeah, so once you beat him, joke's on you, loser, (laughs) because it turns out, ah, I was just an illusion, which is (laughs) like as cliche as it gets in terms of final bosses. (laughs) Yup. It's never brought up again. There's no explanation of how he has this illusion power. It's just, I don't know. It was an illusion. Whatever, fight me again.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I I feel like it would have made sense if he could do... Does seen do doppelgangers? I feel like one organization member does doppelgangers at some point.
0: In her fights, yes, but never, like, in a story sense has she yeah. done it.
1: I feel like that would be, like, a move for her. But, like, it's just like the, <laughs> nerd, I'm not really here. I'm behind this door. I'm, like, ten feet away from you.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's super lame. Like, they could, they should have just done, like, oh, like, you weaken me, but this isn't even my final form. Like I don't know why you have to introduce this concept of Oh it was an illusion the whole time. Yeah. It's dumb. But what's even more dumb is when Sora says he's on the other side of that door, something about like his darkness, I can sense it. It's it's <laughs> encroaching on my heart or just something really weird. Like what what are you even talking about right now?
1: Mm-hmm. Sorry, you're not even sore right now. How do you? How would you even know?
0: Yeah, the game just starts kind of going off the rails, even more so for this this big dumb ending. Mm-hmm. But in any case, uh, we get a little bit of a little bit of a moment to catch our breath and kind of have a heart to heart with Replicu, and he decides, "I'm just an imitation. Don't feel sorry for me. Uh, these are my memories, and mine alone, and I'll walk this lonely road." And Sora's like, oh, but I love you. I don't know.
1: But <laughs> we I love you.
0: Yeah, he's just having a hard time letting him go. But, like, um, is like, yeah, I mean, that's, what you see is what you get. Like, there's not really any real memories to replace, so, like, I can't fix exactly.
1: Him. <laughs> yeah, I, I think he just tells him, like, uh, stay back and protect nominee Like, you're not, you're not useless, buddy, I believe in you.
0: Yeah. I don't care. Like, you can make as many inspirational speeches as you want, Sora. Like, I will never care about Riku Replica. (laughs) (laughs) Oi.
1: Poor Replica.
0: Yeah. It's whatever.
1: I think I would have liked... Imagine this is more of like a... I wouldn't say shower thaw. It was just like a... a, uh, I guess someone does need to stay back and protect Naminé. Because Axel is still on the loose. And Marluxia. Marluxia's hiding behind this door. But I would have liked... Riku replica to be like a like a friend card for maybe like yeah a I was gonna say for a limited time
0: yeah you would think he would like join Sora to fight Marluxia given mm-hmm. how much emphasis has been put on him so yeah that that would have made sense I think for like the final fight yeah like team up with Riku basically
1: yeah I agree that would have been, been dope but we can't dream a little dream in this game so let's just not
0: yeah. So, yeah, it's time for Marluxia 2. Mm-hmm. And, yep, he's uh, really showing up. Showing up with his final boss starter kit. He's got an obnoxious <laughs> evolution, riding a giant monster thing that doesn't really make sense.
1: <laughs> is he riding it, or is it a part of him? I feel like it's a transformation, right? Like I feel like his lower I half is like, sunk it into it. <laughs> I-, I think it's like a, transfer- a transformation. I can't really say much because of other games but we've seen other organization members transform into like I wouldn't say grotesque monster forms but like they have mutated because of final boss trope we need to fit in here
0: I'll just say he has a new form and it's not just him as a humanoid it's like this weird grim reaper metal monster thing with like a woman's face kind of
1: weird monster lady With
0: a scythe for hands. Yeah, a little scyther action going on. Mm -hmm. So, round two, baby. So it's a little annoying, because it does have hover capabilities, so all the targets are going to be off the ground, so that's a no for Sonic Blade.
1: I was about to say, does Sonic Blade work here?
0: (laughs) No. But I did anticipate that, so instead I stacked whatever fire cards I had to pop off some Firagas which were super handy. But for the most part, yeah, I actually just use, like, basic combos because it's sort of, you know, multi-target. So focus on the left scythe, focus on the right scythe, and then, the, like, mm-hmm. the little rosebud lasers, take them out. But then exactly. once you whittle everything down, just go for the body. So, yeah, I would use Firaga's to kind of take off a lot of health mm-hmm. of all the extra bits, but then i just kind of use basic combos for whatever was left.
1: Yeah, it's it's kind of... It's it's weird how straightforward this... Uh this fight is...
0: Yeah, I was expecting it to be super annoying.
1: Yeah, I remember Moralusha 1 is, is... I think it's... I wouldn't even say the hardest, it's just the most annoying boss fight in this game, so I remember that two and, the next two boss fights would not be sorry, easy, but not as, like, uh, head-wracking as the past one, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, or, or fortunately, actually.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, totally.
1: Yeah, uh, weirdly enough... I I just used my deck that I was using the entire map, or, yeah, uh, uh, the last floor, which I have a Cloud 9 in, and I was like, oh, Cloud's not going to do anything. Surprisingly, Cloud does still hit Marluxia. Actually, it worked really well, uh, at least when the sides were still up. If you aim for the center, the uh, Cloud's, like, first swipe, because he's a giant-ass buster sword, will connect with the body, and then, (laughs) depending on the hover state, the, uh... The horizontal slash may miss the body, but it'll always hit the sides at least. And Cloud does a decent chunk of damage. So I was like, "Oh, oh, Cloud, how how, nice. how, how kind of you, sir." But yeah, this this boss is like very straightforward. Like he has like a shockwave move, I guess I'll call it. Like he makes a almost like a display in front of him, and then he shoots a shockwave out towards you. He'll sometimes go off the map and just sort of like zoop, 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 and like try to tackle you. And then he has those little lasers that, it's very funny because the the lasers have their own, like, target, like, you can lock onto them, but you can't actually damage them. You just, when they try to attack you, you just break the card and the thing gets destroyed, but weird.
0: Yep. It's not too bad. Not too bad at all.
1: He has a move where he drops from the ceiling, but I always broke it because there's so much wind-up that I don't know what it actually does.
0: Yeah, I couldn't tell you either. So yeah, once you beat him, it's time for his real final form. Ah, ha 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 He, like, pulls you into like a little pocket dimension or whatever. Mm-hmm. Super dramatic final fight setting doesn't really make sense in context of the story, but whatever.
1: Yep. Instead of fighting on the late, instead of fighting the lady, you're on top of the flying metal lady, and then there's another flying Grim Reaper lady
0: helping. Yeah, up it's <laughs> like a whole thing. So like. He's separate in this fight, and then she kind of evolves, and then she's, like, much more statuesque and, like, an actual person, which is pretty neat design, but not super Kingdom Heartsy. If anything, it reminded me of Resident Evil.
1: <laughs> <laughs> kind of, yeah. Like, it's almost like a... It's basically a female Grim Reaper, essentially. Thin yeah. Thing, with a bit of a pink flair, because Marluxia. Yep. But other than that... It gave me World of Chaos vibes, like, here is... Yeah. Here's the big monster behind me, and here's me, its master, controlling all the movements.
0: Yep, for sure. And a bit of foreshadowing for much further down the line, but there are theories as to what this Reaper woman is referencing, and... Oh, There's some story significance to it, surprisingly. So, just gonna plant that seed for like literally like a year or two later in terms of what we'll we'll eventually be covering.
1: (laughs) Okay, you you put a pin in this because I am definitely gonna forget.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, it's final fight, baby. Let's do this. So, he's got a lot of annoying moves. He's got the classic, you thought you had commands, jokes on you. I'm going to spit them all out, all over the field, and you got to run around and collect them. As Kingdom Hearts is wont to do.
1: That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, weird. This fight is all, 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 like, not all of his attacks are slates, but most of them are slates. But he also, he doesn't have a deck, right? Like, it's just like, bang, 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 here are these three identical cards. Slate time, baby.
0: Yeah, and then he has that weird, um like, face-off move, where, like, he has, like, a hand of cards, and then you have to break them one by one, or else, I don't know, the game will delete the save. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's, uh, it's Doom. Classic, uh, Doom, Well, I guess from Final Fantasy, yeah. I assume you just die <laughs> if you miss yeah. the Doom, sorry, yeah. So, if, uh, you get hit by Doom, which, I guess, you have to, you know, if the slate goes off, you get held in place... There are these five cards that get moved to the Marluxia cards that get moved to the middle of the screen. You can still go through your, fluff through your deck, but one by one, the, his cards get revealed. Every time you break a card, it goes to the next card. So you just have to, I never struggle with this, and I'm curious to see if anyone else ever has. But the cards tend to be pretty weak, and my deck is like sixes and up so there's right at that point it did become oh can i hit the number there was one part i did hit, i did see eights and nines and i was like oh sh- oh crap oh crap
0: but that was only one yeah. time
1: with doom but at this point it became not oh i have to hit this number it became okay what card do i want to break this doom card with because i'll have to reload to get it back or like you know what do i not want to use like i wouldn't use a cure obviously on it because that's valuable i would use like uh maybe like I don't know, like yeah. basic attack cards. Like, I use mostly use sixes and just be like, ding, 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 ding. All right, doom over.
0: Yeah. It's it's more stressful than anything, but yeah, it's not too bad. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I didn't do anything particularly different in this fight, except for, you know, when he did get off the whirlwind. I'd have to go gather up my cards, but yeah, just... <laughs> Fire Aga, super helpful. Um, and then, yeah, Sonic Blade, you can pop off, so that's obviously good.
1: Yeah. Marluxia just kind of stands in the back of the ship ship, platform, whatever you want to call it very uh, yeah. handsome seeker of darkness, so yeah, oh, he'll do what is it? It's uh I find it more helpful than hindering there's Gale of Severance, which just like puts up a whirlwind for like five to ten seconds, it just pushes you to the to the opposite end of the platform, so you have to you have to walk up to Marluxia uh, but uh, like you said, like, if you have spells, or if your deck's built around Faraga, you can just be like, Okay, yeah, I'll hit you from exactly. back here! Um, but a lot of times you would use Gale of Sephiroth. I would just reload my deck. So I did, like, you know your reload counter goes from 1, 2, and then 6 to 3. I did get stuck mm-hmm. in 3, like, very quickly, but I was like, I can't do anything while you're pushing me, I'm just gonna try and reload my deck. So I'm always, like, I don't know, on top of the game.
0: And yeah, I feel Totally. Like,
1: Gale, it, the, the wind pressure was long enough for me to be like, hey, I got my deck back. Alright, time to make this puppy work. And then trot on up back to him, basically. Yeah. Yeah, when he pushes you to the back he'll start to do One of the Void which you talked about, which is pretty dodgeable. I did get hit with it a lot more than I thought I would. Well, I think it's a, it's a single line attack that it'll do like two or three times. But after a certain point, like, it'll I think it stays on the field or it bounces around to try to hit you, but I remember getting hit with it a few times towards the end of the fight, too, so I'm like, oh, no, I need to get my cards back before something happens, but I feel like if you do get hit with Whirlwind, there's a lot of downtime to be like, oh, crap, I need to pick up cards like that. The game isn't me like, haha! you have no cards now. Time to screw you in the butthole. It's like, nope, I'll give you like five seconds to pick some stuff up. And then maybe I'll start attacking again if I feel like it.
0: Yeah, I don't really have any, any problems with him. We win, I, I guess. Win.
1: <laughs> we win, yeah. Well, I guess there are two other slates. There's one where uh, Big Reaper Lady will like do a ground pound constantly. Well, actually, not constantly. He'll just do the slate over and over again. Circle reject. Just, just glide. I would just glide to a wall and be fine. Uh there's one called Omni Laser which is similar to another organization member's Big Laser Move wink wink mm-hmm. but uh that's the one only one I found annoying so that's what I would just that's the only one I use my zero cards on like all the other slates are avoidable or if okay. you know doom I, I would break doom if I di- didn't feel like putting up with the nonsense but doom felt reasonably doable uh and then he has uh, he brings back little rose lasers Maybe that, and maybe like one, the big lady doesn't attack. Well, other than that, it's mostly like these slaves we've been talking about. There's very little, oh, I throw out a single card, Sora, break it, or dodge it. Right. It's uh, it's kind of crazy going from Marluxia fight that makes you want to uh, f- just rip my head off, to two that are very doable.
0: <laughs> so, yep, you beat him. He has a very dramatic death scene
2: mm mm-hmm.
0: Again, Sora just revels in his victory. He has, like, a very, like, weird face where it's almost like he's, like, I don't know, like, I spit on your grave, basically. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he does, like, mean-look Marluxia- as he's dying, and then just just ta- walks away like a stone-cold killer.
0: Yeah, exactly. I, he's just like, yeah, what now? Who's Lord of the Castle now? <laughs> so, okay, Sora, uh, calm down. He retreats back to the room where Nominee is, and then, for some reason, they close the door. They're, like, acting like it's some sort of, like, explosion happening behind them. Which it, I guess I, it is.
1: <laughs> yeah. It reminded me of the end of uh, trying to close the door of darkness.
0: Yeah, I think that's what they were going one. for, but it was just kind of like this seems out of place. But yeah, they close the door, and then he seals it with the keyblade. And you're like, "Oh yeah, I guess you can use the keyblade to lock things," even though he hasn't done that throughout the entire game.
1: <laughs> yeah, I made the note of like we get to use the keyblade. Oh boy!
0: I'm guessing they just did it just so they could have him do it at least once in the game. Like, oh look, he did the he did the thing with the keyblade, even though he that's, didn't really uh, have to. That's
1: our quota. We've uh we've Exactly.
0: Forget- <laughs> the fight is over and Replico, sensing that his job is done, decides I'm gonna go and hit the dusty trail and do some soul searching. I'll see you guys in maybe like a year or two. So have fun. <laughs> and they're like oh okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> it's time for the big memory speech from Namine. So she basically lays out Well, Don and Goofy are just kinda asks, Can you give us our memories back, please? Please. <laughs> Once ma'am. again.
1: I want to remember my family.
0: <laughs> yeah. And she explains, Well, I could give you your memories back. Or I could let you keep the fake ones. Or I could give you the mystery box. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god.
0: Sora shockingly decides, I want my old memories back, please make me how I was. Which mm-hmm. It's kind of, like, out of character based on everything else he's been saying. But, I mean, obviously it makes Ye- sense.
1: Exactly.
0: What do you want, Sora?
1: <laughs> everything, but also nothing.
0: It's just, like, a really dramatic swerve since yeah. his whole mode has just been nominee. And now he's just like, mm, I guess I'll go back to the memories that I've expressed no emotion for this entire it, game, basically. It,
1: exactly, like... I don't know. We've had like such a such a road of nominee, 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 yep. and then he's like, "Sora, do you want the?" Oh, she's like, he's like, there, "There's no dramatic pause. There's just like there's like an aerial shot of Sora." And she's like, "Old memories, please." And she's like, "Oh, oh, oh, oh." Uh, well, okay. She's a little <laughs> passive aggressive with her response too. She's like, "Oh yeah, I, I guess, I guess that would, that would that would make sense." Sora, yeah. She's like, of
0: course, (laughs) who would want some false memories anyway? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know, I I feel like that line was not the right call, because that's also kind of out of character for her, because she's been, like, up to this point very much, like, no, Sora, like, you need your real memories back. So when he does actually say, that's what I want, it's a little out of character for her to, like, basically kind of guilt him for it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like, to be selfish about it.
0: Yeah, like, I understand, yes, she does like the attention he's giving her. Mm -hmm. But, like, you could have done that in a much more subtle way of, like, oh, yes. Like, of course I'll do that for you, Sora. Something. (laughs) I don't know. But, um, they decide, old memories, please. And then she's like, alright, come with me while I show you our giant egg.
1: Giant egg spawning, baby!
0: And I have to wonder, what is this doing in Castle Oblivion? It seems kind of out of place, because... So it makes you wonder, is Castle Oblivion's whole thing memories and the Nominate just happened to have memory powers, or did they sort of retrofit it because that's what her powers were? And does Castle Oblivion, like, it's basically a labyrinth, but does it always make you lose your memories, or does it kind of change depending on who enters it?
1: Uh, I don't recall enough to give a response that I want to put mm-hmm. onto the internet. Um, yeah. It is something... We will... Something we will come back to in 3, uh, three five eight over 2 days, definitely. Yep.
0: Yeah, multiple games, actually. Because, yeah, so, like, there's the memory pod, which is... I guess its main purpose is to restore people's memories, but it's like, was this already here in the castle? So, like, the castle wants you to get lost, but it also has a way for you to not get lost, basically? Yeah.
1: Egg, egg Capsule has a very specific just, Hi, I'm here.
0: Yeah, like, was it created by the organization? Did they bring it here? Like what?
1: I want to say organization brought it here, but we don't know that yet.
0: Yeah, it just feels very convenient. Like, hey, here's this machine that will make everything better, but also put you to sleep for a year so that you can look hot in the next game. <laughs> 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 but we'll get into that more in next game, because it will return. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was weird how she's just like, "All right, well, here's this room now," and they're like, "Okay, uh, is there like an in-flight movie or something?" <laughs> Donald and Goofy are raring to go, and they go and get comfy in their little pods, even though we don't see them, so they just this walk off screen. off screen.
1: <laughs> Wait, I also noticed that uh, oh, nominate only says goodnight to Goofy, so Donald's not gonna have a good night. Just thrown out there.
0: Donald, you're kind of a jerk, so. I don't care what you have.
1: I totally forgot this happened in, uh, because Jiminy's journal was wiped at the start of coming into this game and starting to come up coming into Castle Oblivion. So he mm-hmm. writes, so because Nominee stresses, like, you guys aren't going to remember me, Jiminy makes a point to write, thank Nominee into his blank ass journal. Yep. Wink, wink. So that way they'll remember to,
0: thank Nominee, wink. Wink. You know, you'd think he'd give just a, a little bit more elaboration on what that means. <laughs> Seeing as how he knows they're not gonna know who the hell nominee is when they wake up, Dude,
1: we're gonna we're gonna find out next game. But uh, I I would love like on the first page it says thank nominee, uh, and but then on the on the next page there's almost like a red string theory of like cryptic messages left yeah. by. <laughs> Castle of Oblivion Jiminy being like, you gotta remember, man, you gotta know these things.
0: Exactly. I mean, you'd think you'd be writing all this down the whole time anyway, because that's yeah, not the thing. <laughs> there,
1: are, there, are, there are story beats, like, like every KH game. Like Jiminy writes down the story, obviously, because yeah. even even when you beat Marluxia the first time, there's a bunch of procs like collect all enemy, I think what is it was a collect all enemy entries, collect all story or character entries, something like that.
0: Yeah, like, I guess the journal just gets wiped again? I don't really understand. Again,
1: again? But thank think stays in.
0: Yeah, like, why does that stay in? Whatever. Screw it. They get in the pod. <laughs> and then they yeah. have, like, a whole parting speech between Sora and Naminé of... It's exactly what you said, like, you won't remember, but you won't really forget. I'll never forget yeah. you. I'm gonna make a really super strong promise. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. I put my... Uh, I put more protagonist talk which I didn't realize I did for DI but I was like yeah. I just they, it, it gets hammered on a little bit too much like, oh yeah they say it like three or four times like hey 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 I'm gonna forget but I'm not really gonna forget don't you yep. don't, don't don't you forget about me basically
0: and it's hard to stomach it when spoiler alert I don't think Sora ever acknowledges Namne throughout the rest of the entire series so it falls nope. a little bit on deaf ears.
1: <laughs> yep. There may be. I don't even think they meet in two until spoiler the end of uh, not, yeah ends, But during the final boss segment
0: of, of yeah, the they have a very brief scene. Yeah, but like he doesn't even really talk directly at her. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's like mm, you can say all this now, but
1: it is a hundred percent broken promise. Yes. Territory.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, and it's just so frustrating because they put so much emphasis on it in multiple games, and it's like, he never thinks her! <laughs> but she explains, alright, I'm gonna piece your memories together. I guess we're gonna go a little bit into the mechanics, so... In this universe, you don't actually mm-hmm. forget your memories. You just lose the chain, or the links between them. So a forgotten memory is just a memory that's... the connections have faded or what have you, but... To piece your memories back together, you just gotta link them back one by one. So once you remember one thing, you'll remember another, and then the next, and then the next, like links in a chain. So Naminé's whole role is to piece them back together so Sora can remember everything naturally, but she needs a little help along the way, um, uh, but that's okay. All you gotta do is sit back and think about the person who's most important to you. Can you think yeah. of who that is, Sora?
1: It felt unnecessary. Like she's like, there are memories that even I can't reach. But if there's there's a shadow in your heart, the memories are on. But if you think yeah. of the light in your heart and the person that represents that light, well, I'll be able to do my job. So I would love for Nami to be like, you better you better do that. Because if I can't finish this job, then I just imagine her like stressed out, sleepless, bags in her eyes, yeah. being like, "Sora's not remembering. I specifically told him, and then he went to sleep, and now yeah, I can't exactly. do my
0: job." <laughs> but all is to say, it's all an effort just to get in one last shot of Kyrie, because Kyrie's the most important person ever in Kingdom Hearts.
1: Kyrie, and 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 her other friends that we don't care about as much. But any 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 character who had a character model just shows up at the end, aka the Final Fantasy characters, plus Riku and Kairi.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like you're really trying to say Sora puts them on the same level as Kairi, like. Mm. Huh? So yeah, that's that's pretty much ending. So all this to say, I have to wonder, what did we actually accomplish here? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I expected the end of Sora's campaign to be there there isn't a very climactic ending. It's a very somber ending. Like obviously it's like this isn't the last entry in the story. Like it's very much like we need to we need to be worked on, so we're yep. gonna go to sleep. But there is no like I don't know, it just it just it just ends. Not even abruptly. Just ends. Yep. There doesn't feel it doesn't feel like it's a big swelling emotional moment. It just
0: exactly the story just ends yeah because like i guess you could say oh well they're getting their memories back but that wasn't their goal until like halfway through the game the whole point of going to the castle Vivian was to find riku and mickey and they'd never talk about that in like the last three hours so because like they don't they even care anymore
1: about
0: <laughs> yeah so it's just like just like on a narrative level it's hard to like really care yeah. about what happened here because it's just like well that all kind of felt pointless.
1: Yeah, to be fair, I guess they also thought uh, Repliku was Riku for most of their time. Being like, Riku's controlled again, guys! We gotta go bonk him on the head enough until he remembers that we're friends again. But they don't mention anything... Well, I guess they... before they even know that they uh, the, oh he's a replica but there is no there is yeah and by that point they've forgotten that he came here for Riku and Mickey because it's just the it's, yeah. it's, it's the welcome to the Nominee Show
0: yeah so like it makes sense for them but from an audience perspective like there's just no satisfying <laughs> conclusion basically just like oh okay mm-hmm. I guess <laughs> chain of memories everybody that's Sora's story anyway so Yay. we get some cute credits naturally yeah, cre-
1: it's still
0: cute. Yeah, the only one that really stood out to me was Sora, Donald, Goofy, because they do their little Trinity ladder animation, sort of, which is reminiscent of some key art from Kingdom Hearts One, where they're all on top of each other's shoulders, and yeah, very cute. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, then after that, it just kind of goes to all the Disney ones, and they just do like really generic things. So none of them were yeah. particularly interesting.
1: Yeah, well, I was I was thinking because we always get like a retrospective during the credits of like where are they now, and this is the the best we can do in a game where we didn't really meet these characters exactly. Series, so. They're just like
0: okay, I just we'll just stand around and do a little jig, I guess. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, I'll give it points for being consistent with with the yeah sequence totally we, sequences we've had at least. So yeah. they, they at least know to stay on point. I'll give,
0: I'll give you that much, Nomura. But then we do get a, a sort of where are they now in the post credit scenes. So we get or I guess it's like toward the end of the credits, not actually post, but um, we get a few flashes of some interesting scenes. So we get a scene of the actual organization sort of conference room where they have all their big chairs that they sit big on. Chair. That's super impractical.
1: <laughs> How do we even get up there? Oh my gosh. Yeah.
0: I guess it's to say, like, oh, like, there are still more members lurking that you don't know who they are, but they are... They're missing some seats, so, like, you did take out a few of them, but there's still yeah. some lurking in the shadows. I, Ooh. Even,
1: I should have, and I realized... Well, I also realized we've... Because you and I have seen this specific scene, like, 50 times at this point. Like, it's... yep used in cage 2 and like some of like it's used probably in in days as well like used constantly yep. this like here's a bunch of black cloaks on uh I, re- I had to look up the name but the the big chair room has a, an official name and it is called where nothing gathers so mm-hmm. take with that what you will people listeners but yeah i even didn't check to see how many seats were missing this time around, or even how many oh, are yeah. there. Yeah. I feel like there are probably six missing.
0: Yeah, and... probably.
1: But I but I didn't care to check just because again, we've seen this particular cutscene over and over and over again.
0: Yeah, like I just kinda like glazed over as soon as I saw it, because like, okay, whatever. I, I get it. <laughs>
1: exactly. Yeah. There's more of them, is the antithesis of the scene, and there yeah. We know there's more of them. Woo!
0: Next, we get a quick little shot of Kyrie and Selfie on the beach, which is very reminiscent of the scene in Kingdom Hearts 2, which I thought was kind of cool, because it's interesting to see their Kingdom Hearts 1 models on the mainland, quote-unquote. Mm. I guess what they're getting at is kairi's starting to remember sora now that he's recovering his memories question mark um
1: <laughs> yeah so we know that over the course of the year that sora's going to be comatose that his friends have started to remember him so i think yeah i think this might be the start of that coming into fruition because she kind of looks out like titus and walk and selfie run by selfie then walks into to Kairi. Kairi's just staring into the ocean, with kind of like, not, not to be offensive, but like, kind of like a mouth-open, like, uh, moment. Mm-hmm. So it feels like she's like, I, almost, I'll, I'll give it this much, there is some sort of remembering trying to happen. Yeah,
0: like, she, like, you get the sense that, like, something just occurred to her, like, wait a minute. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, because, you know, in 2, she's like, I'm starting to remember this boy. Exactly. me and Riku, uh uh-huh it's yeah. like, she's like, she, sense, she senses a disturbance in the force, but what it is at that point, we don't, we actually probably don't know. <laughs> yep.
0: Yeah. Yep, so that's all cool. And then we got a very quick scene of Axel approaching Riku Replica, so very intriguing. More to uh-huh. say on that later. And then finally, we get another scene of Twilight Town, and some kids walking, and then another kid walking past them, and he... Starts mm. to look back, but then it fades out right before we could see his face. never seen Uh-oh. this one before.
1: Who could it be? I know. <laughs>
0: I don't know. I guess we'll just have to wait and see.
1: Exactly. Go we'll find out the hard way.
0: <laughs> yep. And yeah, that is Chain of Memories Sora Story. Fen. <sighs> it's like a weight been lifted off my shoulders. <laughs> so yeah, that is that. For another episode. Any closing thoughts on Sora's story?
1: (sighs) (sighs) Um. Um. Yeah. I'll have to. mm, I mean, our epilogue episode will be our thoughts on it. But there was a very. There was a big high and low for Sora's story. Like, at the top, I was, like, really delving into the game. And I was like, okay, here are the obvious falls. But let's see where the game tries to excel. And it's particularly... It's just the boss fights. Like, at, towards the end, there seems... it's just an egregious amount yeah. to it. An egregious degree of difficulty. So, it... Chain Memories isn't hor- It's not horrible. It's not crap. But at times, it can feel like the worst. Because of these points that just really drag it into the mud.
0: Yeah. We'll, we'll get all into it in our... Wrap-up discussion, but yeah, I, I totally hear you where, like, there are moments where you're like, this could have been a good game, but then, mm-hmm. yeah, most of it is just a slog. A-
1: anytime you say that, the game's like, oh, well, did you see this?
0: Yeah, let me, let me prove you wrong.
1: <laughs>
0: so, yeah, stay tuned for next week, but in the meantime... <sighs> Give us all the shout-outs and whatnot so you can review the podcast on iTunes. Say good things about us. You can rate us five stars. Boost us in the search, baby. You can share us with your friends. Know any other Mm -hmm. Kingdom Hearts fans in your life? Well, then... Copy this link and text it to them and tell them this is the thing you gotta listen to, even though you've already sent them like five other recommendations that they haven't gone to yet. But this is the one. This this will really do it.
2: <laughs>
0: hmm <laughs> And you can email us, reach out to us at KHBHpodcast at gmail.com. Emails in the description. Uh, Shoot us some thoughts Let us know what you thought about Kingdom Hearts, Chain of Memories Either the original Game Boy Advance version Or Recom Agree or disagree, let us know Love to hear what you have to say In an email And then you can also just uh, I don't know, go back and listen to old episodes (laughs) Nah, you you don't have to do that You can just do the other things But yeah, thanks so much for listening everybody And we will pick this story up next week so see you then until then to the giant egg pod and (laughs) Uh,
2: uh, 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 uh.
0: turn off the lights